Okay, welcome everybody. <clears throat> I know there's a, a traffic build up, but we're going to start anyway because let people come, come in late, so just don't be distracted by the disturbance, okay? <clears throat> so without moving your body, just rest on the inside. Know that there is rest on the outside also. It should be seen that there's no inside and no outside. you are is not located anywhere. The character that pretends to have some connection with what you are when it wakes up every morning has nothing to do with you. is going to do its thing. It tries to fix itself and better itself and look for something better. And that's just the game of the character. You are not that character. Still we sit here and talk to characters, characters talking to characters, as if it's going to fix something or change something. And this is the game, huh? But there's nothing wrong with that game, you know, it's fine. It's just life. That's it really, huh? It's the bottom line. So what to do for the next two hours then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I believe we have a roving mic for, for character conversation. <laughs> you have to turn it on and it makes a noise. Just want you to know. 
And when you turn it off, it makes a noise. Maybe we just leave it on, huh? Leave it on. I hope it works. And you, you, you got to bring it really close to, to your mouth, apparently. Yeah. You hold it like a ice cream cone. Like you're going to eat it. Ice cream cone. Yeah, really close. Actually, if you touch it off your chin as well. Same you said earlier. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I've been thinking about the uh, self-realization as your consciousness, awareness, and then self-realization as beyond consciousness. Or, and uh, so I'm wondering if there's really two steps in the sort of... Um, some people's uh, development. One initial where they realize that the light of consciousness, which basically doesn't move, so it's central. And another where um, that consciousness collapses, or that consciousness is seen to be an object. Or oh, I see, yes. Like one, like you could say the realization of consciousness and the, then the contents of consciousness, there's a dualism there. Mm. But it's a really basic dualism, it's not a complicated dualism. Mm -hmm. And that maybe that collapses, you know, further down the line into um, simply no reference. I'm not quite sure mm -hmm. how to describe it, in fact, it's, I guess it's pretty hard to describe. Yeah. So I was, and... Um, <clears throat> I mean, you seem to be one of the exponents of the beyond consciousness yeah. school you know, or yeah. group. It's almost like this, yes. So, but my question is, is there an initial realization that your consciousness, I mean, is that part of the package? Um, and then that's later transcended or moved into another kind of development? Yes, for some this stage happens and for some they jump it. Um, you see, if there's an exchange of your identity as Mark for your identity as consciousness, mm -hmm. we're just swapping around concepts. And then when that shows itself to be what's happening, it's like, oh my God, you know, what, what am I at? There's still an I identifying with something. Yeah, so much. it's just gone macro. Macro. <laughs> it's like all of it, you know? So, it, but it seems like most people's spiritual lives are, if they have some attainment, is right in that identification with consciousness. And yes. it seems like a very few percent move beyond that. This is true. This is, well, this, I don't know if it's true. This is how it looks. Uh -huh. Yeah, this is how it looks. Okay. So in your own life or in your own spiritual history, was, was there a time when that dualism, consciousness and its contents, that you were identified with that for a while, or...? No, not so much. I remember um, I was living alone on, on one of the Canary Islands, the smallest kind of one that's hanging off the edge of Africa, really. And um, it's where I was, I was finishing, born to be free there. And I remember meditating one morning, you know, and out of my mouth came, everything happens in consciousness. Oh my God! It's like, it came out of my mouth and then I heard it, you know. Oh my God! Everything happens in consciousness. Shit, like, that's, it, it's, just, it's just all consciousness doing all of it. There's, there's no division at all. It all happens within the realm of that which can be conscious. That's what makes an event happen, because there's a consciousness of it. 
So where is there a personal eye? Where is there an impersonal eye? Oh, for goodness sake. I've just been subdividing and subdividing and subdividing. And with that seeing that everything just happens and mind labels from beyond that, there wasn't a, I'm all of it. It's like it went from, okay, so later in the day I was a bit floored, you know, and later in the day it was like, okay then. So, so, so then what's Jack going to do? Just, just identify with another happening in consciousness or consciousness itself? And something went yuck with the idea of identifying with consciousness itself. It's like, you're cheating, you're cheating. You know, it's like, nope, no, that, no, that can't go there, can't go there. Something was just allergic to that resting place. It was like too attractive. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, no, let there be nothing, let there be nothing. And then, and then, maybe, maybe there'll be a seeing of something. But any idea, not good enough. That's how it happened. But how does it fall, unfold for the Mark story? Well, I would say I was in the dualism part. Yeah. Consciousness and contents. Yes. And um, that's fine, you know. Yeah. I'm just curious about occasionally, you know, I hear some statements that doesn't quite fit into that model, you know. So, yes. Well, what's going on here, you know? Fantastic that mind is hearing something outside of it because what happens is that, you know, you can hear the same thing a thousand times and, and only on the 772nd time did you actually really, oh, did it make sense to you? Right, yeah. You know? So, so it's great that you're hearing beyond consciousness. Right, but I haven't really got a, even if there is an understanding of what that, you know, beyond that basic dualism, what that is like, I mean. Yeah. Um, so, but my ears are open. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. Sure. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Mike is free. Hi, Jack. I'm so glad that you came to Washington. Thank you for coming. My question is that on a rational, logical level, you know, I can see that there is not an I here, that it's just a movie character or, you know, like, I don't like Mickey Mouse, you know, it's, it's a made-up character, I can see that. But I don't know how to really get that on a, on a gut level. I mean, I've, I've played with the concepts and I've done the inquiry and... You know, I can't find an eye, and you know, they're and they're, they're probably never. You know, there's and and for a while I had trouble with the ownership of the body because because I do a lot for my body. Um, but then after a while I began to see no. You know, I can't find any owner inside here that's like running the show. But now I don't know where else. I, I don't know where to go. I don't know how to make the jump from sort of an intellectual understanding to, yeah. Yeah. So, when there is a character playing, what makes her seem real? Because she must seem real, otherwise the knowing would be more than intellectual, huh? Yes. 
Um, what makes her seem real is, um, well, it, it's like, it, I, I think I have identification with the body, you know, like, you know, it's like, you know, it's this body that I'm, I don't know, that I'm feeding every day or whatever. So I think there's identification going on there. And, um, and I don't know, I, I guess I got a story going, you know, I mean, it's, it's not a bad story. Actually, I've, you know, it's, I've done some work, so it's a decent, you know, I put a lot of time into this story. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I see. Um, so, when you invest in something, I'm just going to pick out this part of it, okay? When you invest in something, the normal way in the world is you expect a return. A mind is programmed to get a return when we invest. Hence, we go nuts when, you know, when interest rates drop and things happen, okay? So, so, the investment that's been made in healing that woman in healing that Cathy character, mm -hmm. that investment is going to go down the toilet. <clears throat> well, that was a lot of time and a lot of effort. Yeah. Yeah. You mean it was meaningless? Ultimately, yes. Well, I mean, then why didn't I do it? I mean, why don't I just, you know... Because it's the only thing that you could have done, that the character could have done. It was the script of that character to heal itself. Okay, it was quite a journey, but okay. So that so there's no there's no real value in it. It was just what was being played out. Exactly. Well, so so how do I? So then, what what do I do with all that? Oh, this isn't good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. Just keep breathing. It's fine. It's fine. Well, I mean, I think I do have some attachment here. You know, I mean, you know, I you know, I like myself. You know, I mean, that's all fine. Oh, fine. Mm. Sure, confidence is a really useful tool in life, you know, self-confidence. Oh, I don't know if I'm that confident, but... Um, <laughs> just bring the mic just a tiny bit closer. <laughs> I don't know where to go with this. I'm like, not really, you know, I don't like this, but I'm willing to hear it if it's the truth. But I, So how do I get from... This was like a meaningless, just kind of what... I mean then why didn't I just spend my time in a bar drinking or something? I mean, Other you know, characters do that. This was a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Some characters make a lot of effort. I wasn't going to get into this stuff this deeply, but this is terrific. Okay, so everything that I did, it, I'm just neutral towards it, not attached. Yes. You know, at least in this moment. Yes. So what do I do now? <laughs> doing will happen. The character is going to keep doing something. The character is still going to do whatever she does. 
And if more fixing of the character in mind or in body, whatever way that shows, if more fixing of the character is to happen, sure, that's fine. It's just not going anywhere. It's only because it makes sense in any moment. It's only because it's the next step. It's not actually going to lead you anywhere at all. It's only for the experience of, of, of what happens in that moment. It's not going to lead me anywhere. No. I mean, I must admit, I, I, got, <coughs> I got a little plan going for the next five, ten years, you know, sort of. <laughs> okay. And as you know, it plans it might or it might not come off, you know? So, so recognizing that my life journey is meaningless, it was just sort of something that was playing out moment to moment. Exactly. <coughs> and, and somehow or other that might be a, a, a step in moving towards you know, no self, for lack of a better word. So now mind is trying to find, to shift the value from... Oh my what God. I've taken from onto something else. Well, it was a good try to you caught it. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. See, see how clever it is. We're under threat, so we're going to build another scenario so we can cling to that instead. Let's be attached to another outcome. So if I just sit with this, then it you know it all sort of falls apart. Yes, it all falls apart. And somehow that's perfectly okay. All right. I'm not putting a cushion under you, I'm just saying it is perfectly okay. Don't make it a cushion. It's all okay just the way it is, is pretty much what you're saying. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, let's say that I'm, I'm in acceptance of this, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. How does this get me the leap or the jump or whatever I'm, you know, whatever, you know. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. So. <laughs> if there's an acceptance, then there's just acceptance. You're saying acceptance, but what's next? Can there just be acceptance? Like acceptance itself rather than accepting this. You know, let the acceptance sink in a little bit, no? Okay. The zone of acceptance, you know? Mind can hang on to the acceptance bit, but drop beneath it. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can feel it. Um, it certainly has been a lot of work for meaninglessness. So then, you know, so now I'm gonna. I'm not trying to get philosophical here, but so are. You, basically, all of life is meaningless. Yes, it's just life, phenomenally, and within the world, everything has meaning. But, but, but it's. Pointless. It's pointless. It's just movement of energy and all kinds of uh, 
naming and labeling and judging come in to make it a story, but it's nothing. It's nothing. It's imagined. It's hypnosis. I believe that. I really do. I mean, you know, I had an experience of, you know, of not, you know, of someone not being there. It lasted all five minutes. You know. Sure. Um, okay, a crack came. Yeah. And then it was gone, as mysteriously as it came and yes. gone. Yes, yes. Of course, now what I want to ask you is, so what do I do now? Mm -hmm. But I guess that's part of the meaninglessness, too. Yes, this is just another, another line in the script. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, better one than some of the others. Well, <laughs> no, maybe not, because then I'm judging. Okay, I don't know where else to go with this. I, you yes. know, basically, you just told me my life was meaningless. And... Um, mm. And to some degree, it really is true. <laughs> well, well, events and the investment and the, the idea that you're going somewhere and there's something to achieve, all of this is what's meaningless. It really has no value. These are just ideas. They have no value. They're not getting me any closer to my goal. No, but you can't help but do them. But don't do them with the idea that there's something to get. Or that they'll culminate with a crock of gold at the end. They won't. They can't. They just stop. They just stop. When you see that it's pointless. It's going nowhere. Okay. Um, Alright, I'm going to have to cogitate on that. Yeah. I, I do have another quick question and then I want to, you know, mm. give the mic to somebody else. And the question is this. And it, it sort of added on to this gentleman's. So can you please tell me the difference between self-realization and liberation? Because I've seen these terms sort of bantered around. Yeah. And it's like the names for consciousness. Every speaker has their own version of it. Like, I can only say what it is for Jack, and you'll find it completely contradicted every place else. So um, self-realization is, is it, it's a bit of a contradiction in terms, like all these things are. It's like realizing, but there's nobody there to realize. You know, it's like realizing that the self is what you are, capital S self is what you are. Do you know? Yeah. But, but at that point of realizing it, yeah, the mind, the mind, the mind changes in its functionality. Some shift happens neurologically so that, so that believing thoughts stops. You see, it's not that I'm believing thoughts and then I'm not going to believe thoughts. It's not that. The I'm believing thoughts, that mechanism breaks down. Now there's nobody there to believe thoughts because the I'm believing thought was the idea that got burned out. So no thoughts are believed because the capability is neurologically burned out. This is self-realization. There's a realization of, of, of something, but it's, it's really more like the absence of something. Yeah, I see that. You see? Yes, like the hollow reed that they talked about in Sam. Okay. But how is that different than liberation? Liberation then is 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 very rare. It's really rare. It's right. it's at the end of this is how this character understands it. It's when because because post self-realization, post when it's absolutely clear that this is completely implausible, that like Anything imaginable is, is only imagination. It has no, no substance 
no smell of reality at all. Okay, so when that is seen, and life is known to be just a movement of energy and nothing else, and can't be taken seriously. When that zone is, is, is in place and stabilised, there tends to be a refinement that continues. As far as I can see, it seems to be proportionate to how one, how the one who was there prior, who believed it was there prior, was engaging in spiritual practice. There seems to be a correlation between the refinement that happens post self-realization because of the habit that was in place prior. It's like there was a habit that continues. Do you see? And so, and so post self-realization, the refinement that continues is that little, little, little snippets of, of the old character or the old stickiness or, or concepts being believed or it's a little too much of engaging in, in something. It's like, hmm? They, they burn out. They burn, they burn, they burn, they burn, they burn, they burn. They continue to burn. And that continues until there is no concept at all that can lead to an action. It's like the concepts completely disconnect from action. And action becomes this free-flowing thing that has nothing at all to do with conceptual thought. Nothing. Because that connection is what is seen here to be breaking down. The connection between idea and action, they're quite unrelated. And every now and then it's like, oh, whoa, whoa, there's a smelly one. You know, and it's like, gosh, let's see, let's see if it's, let's see, if, you know, might appear, might not, whatever. You've no capacity to do anything about it. There's just a, there's just an energetic tightening and it's gone, you know? Yeah, yeah. Is your personality still there? Sure, no. Okay. Sure. Personality is just a, a functioning aspect of... I've sometimes seen real <coughs> liberation with <coughs> in Buddhism with... Um, free of the cycle of birth and death. And so that's why I was curious as how, how far out That happens at self-realization, no? Because you know you were never born. So how could you die? You know you were never born, so you can't be born. Okay. You see? Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, sure. Can you hear me? Um, I, I could probably talk about all this from background and story and so forth, but fundamentally what I'm looking at is that is seeing this kind of watching the struggle of energies within myself, within my own body, and particularly on the one hand, I'm quite aware that that energy can flow freely, and on the other hand, I see my much broader inclination to really restrain that. And so, you know, again, without going into beliefs and why this is so, that's, that's fundamentally what I'm looking at, that I'm just... It wants to flow freely, and I can feel it when it does. And then a, a lot of other efforts that are pulling against it. And it's all energy. That's what I'm kind of aware of. Okay. It's, not, it's not that it's one's right and one's wrong, or it's one idea, or it's this theory versus that, or anything like that. I'm just seeing the energy and trying to see that process and not, and not let the restraining part you know, have such power, as it were. That's what I'm looking at. Okay, uh, I, need, I need a bit of clarification. Sure. When there is restraining, is it that there's an automatic contraction, or are you restraining? Well, that's the good question. I mean, I'm, I'm a, I think I see that I'm doing it all. I'm restraining, and I'm, and I'm also other forces that are 
that are running freely. And running freely is instantly verifying because it really feels very good and very natural. Yeah. By contrast, in fact, as time has gone on, the restraining part is just feels like really stiff and, you know, and really not where I want to be at all. It's very much of a kind of a habit. Um, but, um, you know, so now that I'm seeing it, I'm just not at all sure where do I go from there, as it were. You know, I mean, seeing it has to have some usefulness. Okay. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not stuck in a debate or a dialogue. I'm just seeing it. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder, is restraining, can it be divided into two subsets? Let's see. Is there restraining, which comes from a controller? Yeah, that's ex right. Exercising restraint. That's right. Is there also just an automatic contraction sometimes that seems oh, to think, come from a yes, more basic no, I, place? I, yeah, I think there is some kind of contraction that, that is, I mean, I'm almost kind of seeing, you know, this pulsating sort of pulling back fairly, um, you know, with, I don't see, I don't think of, I don't see myself as willing it, but it seems, seems to be something that sort of happens. Okay, yeah. this one is fine. Yeah. Differentiate the two. This one is fine because energy contracts and expands like mm. everything. Okay. That's yeah, a that natural makes, phenomenon. Makes sense to me, yeah. Okay, so, so when, when it's naturally pulling in, that's fine. That's totally cool. Mm. Okay, mm -hmm. now the restraining one though. This is the one we go after. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, so the controller who thinks that there's an advantage in restraining or it's the right thing to do or mm -hmm. there's better cope, something to be gained Safer, by restraining probably. here. Safer. Yeah, can you let that go belly up? Can you? That's what I'm trying to get to. I'm trying to get to, I mean. What are you afraid of? Well, I, I don't know the exact answer to that. I just think that, I think that fundamentally just free-flowing energy feels like it's somehow got its own mechanism and I'm, I'm not, I'm not controlling it. I'm not, I'm not thinking it through or whatever you want to call it, you know. I mean, that's the basic training. Do you, do you know? think you'd kind of go mad or you'd be irresponsible, you'd get in trouble? Uh, you know, fresh? I don't think I'd go mad. Um, I think I'd probably have a much better time. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, I thought, yeah. For a while? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I don't feel like I have some wild, you know, unabashed need to do some, some crazy, stupid thing. It's just, it's just feeling more relaxed about being my inner self, whatever that means, you know. Yes. Uh, you know. Yes. So can you get out of your own way? That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> or that's what I'm trying to get comfortable with. Yes. Um, I mean, and again, part of that is just seeing this, this, this struggle, this wrestling match just going on, you know, because it, it, gets, it gets in the way because it seems unnecessary to me. Yes, it is. Yeah. And I just want to get more experience in, in being free of that imposed self-restraint, because I kind of instinctively feel, even from other experiences, that just experience plays its own course. I yes. Mean, it enables you to, to be freer, as it were. Being freer enables you to be freer. So, yes. So that's sort of... So when this restraining habit kicks in, do you see it arising, or are you tight with it by the time you see it? When do you notice it? Um, no, I'm pretty conscious. I mean, I, I, I struggle with it because, as I say, more, more recently, as time has gone on, it's like it becomes so obvious, that is to say, the, the symptoms or the, or the characteristics of that become quite obvious because you know, it's just sort of stiff and tight. and You know, I mean, I, I see 
and I can see I can even see the sort of forecast of that and and I, I don't need that you know I, there's so much more that I can have without being kind of tied down like that you know? and what do you do when you feel it then <sighs> breathe easier and just feel more at peace you know and just so you do counteract it when you when you become aware of it, that's what I, that's sort of what I'm what I'm what I'm doing. I mean, I I, I sort of think when we do a sock song or something, certain things that I'm involved in. That yes, I'm helping by yeah. by I'm help by bringing the consciousness of that yeah. to a situation. Whereas I say, if it's if it's like an ebb and flow, well, clearly the restraining part is is ebbing and and the flowing part is is is, is happening. Yes, and that's that's what I you know so I'm conscious of. Of that being there, yes. and I am just looking to get in a, <coughs> a way of living that enables this more. I think is what I'm really yes. saying. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So two things to do. One is what you're doing already, mm. which is like the moment that you see it, you're mm. like, mm. okay, 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 wind down. You stop feeding it. Uh, you right. See it. Right. Yeah. Okay. So so when you kind of like, okay, okay, I'm just going to wind down now. Whatever it is, sit out in nature, go for a walk. Whatever it is, to just give you different. To, to backpedal a little bit. Try to see, okay, what was the thought that triggered off this thought. contraction? Yeah, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Okay. of course it's a thought. Uh -huh. You okay. bought an idea. Uh -huh. An idea was believed. Well, then that gets to something else, which is that I realized that in my ideas about spirituality, I had powerful experiences in my 20s in meditating and so forth, and then various things happened and I, I kind of fell off. And then from about 30 or so, I've dabbled and dropped in here and there, but there's always this sense that I'm really not doing what I know already instinctively is the fact of, of a spiritual life that is not so constrained by all this. I mean, I already know that exists, I, I, you know, from previous experiences. Or, so I'm kidding myself because all my reference points are something in the past, which doesn't apply. I mean, it's no. just stupid. It's memory. It's stupid. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. And it's just ridiculous. Good. Now, how am I going to get away from this, this ridiculous thing of just making these comparisons that aren't even real or just imagination, as it were? Be more honest It's in my yourself. way. It's in my way. Yeah, but yeah. be more honest yeah. with yourself. Uh, uh, be more honest. Where it's at today is where it's at. That's right. That's, what I'm, that's, that's quite clear. Yeah. yeah. And stop drawing on them because you know you're just kidding yourself. Yeah, I can tell. It, it's not that I even. It's not like I can say oh, I can remember this precisely or I have a photographic sense of it. It's that the energy feels. I, I know what the energy feels like. Okay. And I'm not being in it. You know, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm clearly not. I can sort of get to that point. Of, oh, and the memory is, or and now let's get onto the analytical side. Are we really making progress here? You know, let's measure this. You know. Clearly, that's not going anywhere, and it's in my way. It's an obstruction. So when you feel that energy, that, that, that clarity that you felt during those experiences, are you drawing it from memory, or is it accessible It's to present. You? It's the present. That's clearly it. That's clearly what's going on right now, that I'm getting enough awareness of, of, of the error of my ways, as it were, yeah. that I'm, not, I'm, I'm moving away from these, these dabbling things, and that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get beyond that. It's like been a long, bad habit, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that's what I'm. That's what I'm dealing with. It would be good to tune into that. Yeah. Whatever we call it. Yeah. Present. Uh, yeah. Okay. Make a point of it, huh? Five minutes in the morning. Five minutes. In the yes, morning. that's right. That's what I'm working on exactly. Yeah. 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 Let, let that expand. You know. Yeah. Okay. That's good. It feels like the right idea.
Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you find water someplace and you're in the middle of the desert. Yeah, know? right. You're stupid right. if that, you don't keep going no, that, there. No, that feels exactly right, yeah. You know, keep going there, keep yeah. going there. Get, okay. your, get your energy field accustomed to aligning with that which is a full story. Give it to yourself, huh? Right, 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 right. You've punished yourself for long enough. What was this abstinence about? It's like someone pattern of ab- not can't, letting yourself exactly have it. can't exactly explain it. Yeah, it's like just not letting yourself have it, you know? Nah, that's, I think I'm certain that's right. Yeah. Uh, feels a bit like that. Enough, huh? Enough. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, sure. that's great. Feels, sure. feels very nice. Thank you for your compassion. Stop. I'm only you. what happens if John Nunn says. But anyway, my question is this. You know, when somebody pops, you know, for lack of a better word, whatever you want to call it, you know, they realize, and so, you know, it collapses, there's nothing there. Mm. Is it just going to happen, like, when it happens, no matter what I do? Mm. So, you know, there's, like, meditation going on, and there's, you know, this book being read, and here I am in satsang, and, you know, I mean... Like, you know, does it matter what you do? I mean, does, is it, when it's going to happen, is it just going to happen? Yes and no. There's two answers to that, man. Okay. <clears throat> yes, it's going to happen when it happens. It's not controllable. You can't <coughs> guarantee it. You can't take steps A, B, C and end up in D. Okay. But, for many, where it does, where the popping happens, there tends to have been certain things that were done beforehand. And somehow this has become a religion then, or a spiritual way. Oh, God. Do you see? A new formula. A new formula. Okay. The thing is, the formula is about mind going inwards. Okay, you know, it's the internal gig is what's of interest to you, not the outside. That tends to be what happens for many prior to it. Some kind of exploration, some kind of rejection of thoughts and ideas. Okay, but it doesn't guarantee anything. All that happens is it's like the formula throws you off. The spiritual path spits you out. And that total helpless abandon of where you see, oh my God. The eye is keeping the eye alive by searching. And when that shows itself to you, it's like a deeper layer now than, than fixing yourself, keeping the eye alive. Right? Can I introduce that idea? Please. Yeah. 
Because fixing yourself is the I, the ego fixing the ego, just to maintain its own story. Mm. You see? Yes. That's why. That's why it's going nowhere. And so also then we have this, this spiritual practice, for 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 whatever, to reach the ultimate whatever. It's set up as a goal because mind only understands goals. You know, it needs a goal in order to do something, and that's just a mind mechanism. But you. The path spits you out, and you see, oh my God, the path is just keeping this show going. And that helpless, hopeless, dark night, that happens for many. I'm trying to be okay with my life being meaningless and all the practice and everything else, you know. I'm, and, 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 and there's, there's a me trying to figure out how to make it okay, and yeah. I haven't yet been able to do that. Yeah, the eye has grabbed this man yeah, as another concept. So I guess I just I just sit with this. Yeah, you can drop it. Because the eye is trying to make it work, you see, at an intellectual level. Really it's like let it let it show itself or not. Otherwise it's just another new concept. Oh. Which will help to keep the show going. So then basically what just I'm 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 forgive me, um, but so I, I'm just gonna sorta Sit with the thought and... Uh, There's no how. There no really how. is no how. How is the mind trying to control it? Uh, oh, there is no how. You can only take the next step that's in front of you. That's all that can happen for the character. It just takes the next step and the next step. And it basically comes down to no longer believing? The believing mechanism, the believing thoughts, structure, which happens in the mind, collapses. Okay. It's not that I don't believe anymore. That's not it. Okay, so I don't have any control over that. The I is control over nothing. The I doesn't, isn't even real, it's only an idea. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 it's just, uh, I guess I don't, I, I'm just, yeah, I don't, I'm, don't have any words right now, but I really appreciate what you're saying. Sure. Thank you. Sure. Okay. Um, uh, maybe a month and a half ago, the new can't say his name, Bentinho, there you go, was here and um, asked him a question about free will and uh, his response was what I expected and I, and I understood that, you know, there's no such, that basically things just happen. And, uh, but then he said something else after that and I can't remember what it was, that kind of implied, or what I got out of it was that, yes, you know, when I step in the street, I'm just stepping in the street. But that somehow our response to life paves the way or somehow influences future actions. I'm, I'm not sure how I'm saying this. Um, so there's no free will, but there was a, a like a, a disclaimer or something. And I, I can't remember what it was. And I remember coming away from that conversation thinking, 
Hmm. And I wondered if you had any, but I'm not being clear enough for you to understand what he said. No, I don't get the subtlety yeah. of what you're saying. It was something like, yeah, we don't, our actions happen, and we talked about, you know, the, the studies they've done where, you know, it's like the mind is knowing that you're going to raise your right hand before you know you're raising, oh, yeah. that kind of thing, right? right? So you really don't have any, your yeah. things are just happening. Yeah. But somehow you're response to what's happening because I mean because we're conditioned right but that that conditioning is somehow fluid influenced by our response to it yes but which implies will does it I mean if I guess it's the response is okay it's a circle never mind yeah the response is not owned yeah, 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 if yeah. there's ownership yeah. of the response you've got so it's still it's still from the beginning just rolling yes it's all rolling the response will be owned yeah, yeah, where the eye yeah. thinks it's, it's real. Right. Right, right, right. Got it. I was trying. That's <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. a question. <clears throat> um, when you said that, what if nothing ever could happen ever again? Uh, that is the most scariest thing I have heard in my life. That is very scary. Could you continue that thought? It's scary, but you want more? <laughs> <laughs> I guess the mind seeks an explanation. Okay, okay. <clears throat> At some point it shows itself that nothing happened at all. Just like a nighttime dream, you wake up in the morning. Oh my God, I was so in that dream last night, but it didn't happen at all. It's just imagined by the subconscious or whatever dreaming mechanism happens at night. It's like this. This, the life of Vicky is is no more than a nighttime dream by day that's gone on for a few years now. It's just another dream. And so, when it's shown that mind is presenting what's happening as real. And that's the reality feel is what you buy. You buy the reality feel of it. Do you see? And it's like, it's like hypnosis. You're just believing the reality. But of course, if thoughts didn't have the aroma of reality or the potential to feel real, well, of course, they'd be just imagination. They'd be just thoughts that would be imagined, fantasy, whatever. But some thoughts have like, the smell of reality or the potential of, to appear as real. It's part of the energy of a thought. And mind buys this unquestioningly. If there is an individual that has believed another thought running at the same time, the reference point of the individual is used to, uh, as, a, as a springboard to register every event. To to download and to 
chalk down the experience, to you know, record the experience in the database of one who's having a life. There is no one who's having a life. And all these events that happen to one are just thoughts, a series of thoughts that are superimposed on top of each other and believed to have a reality, a subjective reality. <coughs> They're just a sequence of thoughts that are just believed at the same time. <clears throat> but there's also a feeling of being alive. It's like if I felt when you when you said this, I felt that you quelched that. The feeling of being alive. What is that? Is it not just a thought? Is every experience not just a thought believed into existence? I could compare it to, for example, falling in love. Uh, in which there is, feels like there is something in the brain, uh, some kind of chemicals or whatever, you see life uh, so intensely, so you are so alive. Um, and you know, all songs, all poetry, all writings, is about that, really. Yes. And. Um, It goes beyond thought, it feels like. Does it? What can be beyond thought? Could the feeling come before thought? No. If you're under a general anesthetic, there's no feeling because there's no idea of a feeling. There's nothing registering through the nervous system. There's nothing registering. There's no thought about, oh, there is pain. Well, the sensation of it, does the sensation come before thought? Yes, your five senses have to register as ideas. So where's the sensation of something if there's nothing there? There's nothing there. But there's perception. There's is perception, there. there is sensation. Is there? In a relative reality? Yes. Does it ultimately exist? Or does it require thought, consciousness, the idea of an individual to register that something is happening? <coughs> or does it exist in and of itself, independently to the illusion story? There is nothing that's independent of the illusion story. Take away the personal eye and there is nothing happening. <clears throat> it's incredible how I feel I'm getting caught in that because, you know, emptiness uh, so attractive. And um, sometimes I feel like my whole life is about dropping. Dropping and dropping, you know, how much can you drop until you <laughs> die, for Pete's sake? <laughs> but, uh, and letting go, letting go of this, mm. this constant inquiry. So the one who is dropping and the one who is letting go, this is the only one that has to be dropped or let go. You can't let go of the owner <laughs> or the letting go. <laughs> but it's a great distraction to be letting go of things. Life will always present you more material for you to continue to do that. 
one who is letting go is the problem. Do you see? You're a step away from where the issue is. I, I don't see that. Okay. So if you're dropping stuff and letting stuff go, the only thing here is about the one who was doing this. That one might as well be attaching and grasping. Okay, so the one who drops also... Is the problem. Yeah, so you drop the, the dropper, so to speak. Yes. Yes. Not an easy thing to do, but so all you can do is see the game of dropping and letting go is just continuing. Continuing the story of the I who's busy doing this, imagining that there's something to be achieved. But then where does the self stand in relation to that? You mean capital S self? The capital self, the absolute self. The... It's not even watching this movie. This movie is, is watched from within it. The movie is watched from within? Yes. Itself? Yes, within itself is the only way that it's watching itself. Is that what you mean by the isness of all? Or is, this, this now sounds like a concept to me. Uh, well, if, if, the, if that subject, then, if all there is, is this subject within itself, Um, I'm just afraid that the, it all becomes mind after a while, you know, the mind just speculates and takes off and... Um, yes, but don't think about this. Talk from the place of where it resonates or not. Don't think about this, that's just not going to lead anywhere. I think for me it is, uh, yeah, like a dropping the, the person who perceives him herself dropping, because uh, to me it's uh, I guess the longing. If even then we go into relative terms, it's the longing for rest, for, for rest from all these mm -hmm. activities. Mm -hmm. So the, can you say there is something left then, like rest, or is the rest then? Where is rest? Let the, the experience of rest be had. Because you're talking about the experience of rest. There always is an experiencer. And you, what you're saying is you have to let go of that experience. Yes, and you can't really do it. So all I can do is, 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 is point you towards what you are doing is keeping the eye alive. That's what you're doing is keeping the eye alive. You, the, the dropper can't drop himself. That's right. You, you can't. The rest is already in that. Yes. Yes, but if the experience of rest needs to be had in the meantime, have that. You know, it's just an experience, it's another part of the illusion. Yeah, I don't want to be in the illusion. Okay. But you're not in the illusion. What you are is not in the illusion. The illusion is imagining that it's caught itself. That it's trapped in it. So it's not the I and the illusion, it is just the illusion Correct. trapped in itself. Correct. And you can say that about anything, can't you? Yes. Yes. Everything is happening only from within the perspective, a subjective perspective within the illusion. Take away the illusion, nothing ever happened.
Not so scary now. Ah. talked about before in response to your question how how can a person unwinding this gentleman or cat is um yeah do you remember the question about um it was the second part of your question do you remember what it was um not not, <clears throat> not specifically i mean i was talking about liberation and the difference between that and self-actualization i was saying that i was having trouble uh, accepting the meaninglessness of my life, and I was sitting with that, and then Jack brought in that, that I was bringing in an eye again. Uh, I, I think it was the second part where she, at some point you said, there's two, two stages, and um, there's an unwind, you, you said there's an unwinding process that is tied to the person coming into their realization. That that plays out on the other side, and it's an unwinding. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, how does a person can a person accelerate that? And and I perceive that to be more. How does a person become love? Capital L love. Any identity is too much. Don't settle for love. Even capital L love is just another concept. What I'm pointing to is prior to all concepts. Don't settle anywhere. There's no rest, and it's fine that there's no rest. This is constantly changing and moving. To find a position of rest in what we're talking about now, there will be identification. You're all of it, or you're none of it. The idea of accelerating the refinement or the backpedaling, the unwinding. The idea that, that you can control it in any way will happen while there's an eye running. The knowing that there never was an eye. Where is the one who can do anything about any of this? But while you think you can do something about it, then choose wisely. It's part of that game. Choose wisely. As long as you think you're the doer, then do your best, huh? So why why is it that some uh, teachers become quote great teachers? Like and, and to me that's it's like they have their character is completely dissolved. The character or the ownership? The character? Um, the post-enlightenment, the, um, yeah, character. Okay. The personality, it all, if it's all disintegrates 
into, and I forget the words you use, but um, I'm thinking like Ramana Maharshi and the Sargadatta, where I perceive them to have completely dissolved. Yeah. You said that there was a grumpy old kid right up to the very end. <laughs> no, there was a personality there, no? But yet, of course, there was an incredible ending. There was a personality that played there. Yeah. <laughs> So it doesn't matter. I think I think what I'm hearing you say, it, it doesn't matter if there is ego or there is thought that continues to arise. If if there is the idea that you can do something about it, then do something about it. Because otherwise there's denial happening. And that's really the pits. Better to be honest and, and see what's happening. That way, with some honesty, there's a place for those virtues, you know, of honesty and wisdom and right action. And there is a place for those. They run their course. Let them be experienced, you know, and it all falls away. But that kind of refinement, that experience tends to, tends to happen pre-awakening, where things kind of there's a rightness, there's some kind of aligning with that which is good, it tends to happen. It's not all the time, but it tends to flow like that. There's a natural pull for that anyway, towards being honest, towards having integrity. There's a natural pull towards it. Religions have coined this across and made it about control and given it a value system, but it tends to be a an aspect of personality that gets refined, that comes into play to have more use as the eyes burning out. But post, you see, every single path is different. Pre and post awakening, every path is different. So it's, it's tricky. Um, but wherever you see emptiness or whatever it is, like, like I know what, what, what I used to do was like, I used to have, I, I, uh, how, how would I describe this? It's like I used to want to go through somebody. It's like, kind of project my energy, and if I went through a teacher, I was like, okay, I'm impressed. But if I kind of felt a density there, I'd be like, uh-uh, not clean enough for me, I'm out the door, gone. <laughs> Do you know? I just trusted it, you know, it, it, I don't know. It's just my own system, you know? Um, and of course, I made plenty of mistakes, of course. I'm sure you learn as you go. Everyone is different. Every unfolding of this is different. So your path can only be written by you, walked by you. Learn what you can and keep walking. Can you say what you said before about the love part? I heard you, but it didn't sink in. Yeah. <laughs> if there is a, a desire to be love or a pull to be capital L love, throw it out. All that's happening is that the I is trading its identity for something that sounds a bit sexier. Let nothing be good enough. Any idea mind can come up with as a horse trade, let it be not good enough. Otherwise you just create a zone to hang out for a while, a few years, a lifetime, who knows. 
And if love becomes clearly what that form manifests as, you won't care. You won't care. There'll be nobody there who's bothered by it, who sees any value in it, because things can only play the way they're going to play. Do you see? Whereas if it's set up as a goal, well then everything stalls. <coughs> And I think I bring this up because I haven't, I felt this in the presence of a teacher, which I hadn't felt before, mm. which, which was um, crushing waves of love. Mm. It's a nice experience. It was. So you're saying, let that go. You bet. You bet. This Jack character isn't going to leave you with anything. That's the style. Not a lot like it. Everything is too much. Everything is a concept. You can have all those experiences. There's all kinds of things out there where you can have an experience. Let them come and go. They will come and go. But mind will try to grasp it and imagine, oh, I can hang out there. That's beautiful. And it's like, it's just an experience like anything else. It's like a cigarette, you know? It's like, it's just another experience. And then experience is created by mind. Even love. to the concept. And I, I think I think what captivated me with it was I felt that that is as close as this sentient being can feel uh, as close as it could be to the absolute. Do you, do you follow me? Like yes. One, one step. Yes. So, so to speak. Yes. Yes, maybe it's the boundary of where that experiencing I can go. Do you want to hang out there and stay there? Hope not. Thank you. Sure. in here. I wrote to you just in the past couple of weeks. It had a lot to do with experiences. And Did I reply? Hmm. Oh, okay. Just, just a couple of lines and it was basically that because I, I have a lot of experiences. Is it all good? Pay them no more attention than anything else. And, um, thank you. <laughs> um, because it didn't, there wasn't, there was like this much resistance. And then, yeah, do that again. <laughs> um, so it's difficult for me here today, and perhaps it's an experience, but as as you talk, there's just such a blankness. But there's one thing that keeps wanting to happen. Um, one other two. 
One is just, just a joyful welcoming for um, for that flow that happens with you as you speak to people, and I've been able to listen to that in my car as I as I'm driving, and it's making. Whether it makes it happen or it doesn't, it's it's perfect timing. So things are loosening and loosening and loosening. Mm-hmm. And I would worry before more that I wouldn't know how to behave. Mm-hmm. Now I'm pretty certain I don't know how to behave. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And for the most part, it's going okay. Yeah. There's a lot of longer blank stares than people are ready for. <laughs> I, I don't have anything. It's a lunch. Yeah. And I, there was. One of those things that I think you were talking about, the, where something just popped, it just was done, and it had been it had been such a a, a bone to chew for so many years, and then just lying down, it just popped, and when I first I was pleased, and then I got in the shower and. Something in the mind said, oh my God, all those years wasted. And right behind it was... We can't hear in the back. We oh, can't I'm hear sorry. Oh, okay. right, right behind it, there was this understanding. No, it was nothing. There's been no time. Can you know? Is that better? A little better. Okay. Oh, okay. Bring it, bring it, t- even touch your bottom lip with it, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, um, <clears throat> the speaking has gotten softer, too. But there was just, as I, as I started to think, oh, I lost all that time, and when you talk about a whole life, then there was that seeing, no, it's a flash. That's, yes, yes. Nothing's lost, nothing. Yes. God, me would have preferred not to do that. Yes. But nothing was lost. Yes. Right now, someone I love is dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... And people I love are are truly. Um, I want to say they're suffering from it, but I'm watching, and there's something so beautiful in, in what is going on around this. It, it's my grandmother, and she. But we're, like I'm watching her die, mm-hmm. and I I've, I've been asked to perform the memorial service. Mm-hmm. And I can do all of that. Yeah. And the thing that I'm drawn to is just to have you speak because what will grab me, there's there's some floating distance that is not um, not a lack of regard or a lack of feeling. But it isn't the feeling that I'm used to. It isn't a pain or a, a fighting against it. What will catch me that that is sticky is there's something that says that this is this response I'm having 
is not considerate of other people's pain in some way. Or, and there's one other thing where it says, oh sure, you can, you can be all above it as long as it's not happening to you. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm not completely caught by that, mm -hmm. but it just seemed useful if you would talk about the, mm -hmm. the realities of the physical death and that suffering, or the lack of realities in that. Mm. I'm more interested in the fact that mind has come in to, to, to make a story out of the pulling in that's happening. Yeah, there is a phase of like, uh, the outside world is like, I, I am not able to connect with those anymore, those people anymore, those scenarios anymore. And somehow I'm better off, but I'm not going to tell them that, but I know I'm better off because I'm more highly evolved spiritually. You see, mind does this kind of garbage, no? So all it's doing is just justifying. It's like the automatic response is a bit, is it would be a bit of fear because it's like, shit, I'm disconnecting from the world here. Whoa, how, 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 how inward am I going to get here? Like, will I have a friend left in the world? And instead of this fear being embraced, what comes up is like a little superiority complex instead to justify it. And all it's doing is placating over the fear of like, I'm losing the plot here. That's usually what's, what's going on. Tell, tell me where, let me think. I know what you're talking about, and that's not, and yeah, sure, there is there's that a, in it. There's a bit of that. Yes. Now, can I talk about another thing? Mm -hmm. Okay. So then when, when there is like, gosh, I, I, you, you can't feel compassion for people in the old way. Of course you can't, because, because how it used to be is, was, you know, we come from a place of empathy, and that's very much where the regular understanding of compassion is about is that you, you kind of take on the pain of somebody else or you resonate with the pain of somebody else. And, and that's totally based on me and you and the right thing to do and blah, 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 blah. And this breaks down, okay? And so very often there is a phase of no connection point. No connection point because the belief in suffering has loosened to such, a, to such an extent that you can't meet it where you used to meet it because there isn't enough belief in suffering left. So if you can't meet it where you used to meet it, it's like there's a blank, there's a no man's land before, before it is seen to be, I don't know, sure the natural flow is compassion will come or it won't come, and it's not even noticed, not even noticed. But before that kicks in, there will be a no man's land where you think, Jesus, am I completely unfeeling here? That's all right, it's just a phase, but it needs to pass. It's like, it's like the, the, re, the removal of one filter you know, before before the reality of what is shows itself, or the perfection in the flow of what is. Because you see, in that no man's land, what's happening is, is the opposite of how you used to be. It's like the paradox is kicking in. It's just giving you the opposite of how it used to be. Something that was there is now absent. So the experience of the old type of compassion is being absent. That's the experience being had. Let it be had.
and it's as if there's something, it's sort of in between that, and I've had both, and so this is that, it is compassion, it isn't what I recognize, but what's in our, what matters now is, as you spoke, I don't remember where, oh, there, there's a, a nausea fear that came up in that, that's so, it doesn't seem, was when you went from the compassion wouldn't be the same. And that seems like it's it's now in the way it expresses itself now. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was when you got to know man there's a, a burning fear. Mm -hmm. that part that says so the, the movement if it occurs into the no man's land or beyond the no man's land and then there's that thread that says what if you're full of shit what, what if what if this that feels absolutely genuine it's moving naturally it, it says yeah, wait until something hurts in you. Yes. Yes. And that could come too. That could come too. There's no immunity from pain. <coughs> Suffering doesn't happen, but there's no immunity from pain. Too personal to take back to the loss of your father. Just touch him, it's personal. It feels like you speaking of, of how that happens for you uh -huh. is useful. Do you want me to talk about the death of my father? How, how that, um, you know, like people will ask you, what are dreams for you? That sort of a thing. What is that experience for you? Because I wrote to you that I had a sudden loss as well. Uh -huh. um, somehow, yeah, that's what seems useful. Is you speaking about that is, as it was for you, seems to start the processing for me. Sure. Um, okay, my my the biological father of Jack popped off in suddenly in November, and um, uh, let me think. So, so he, he died playing, playing cards with his mates and um, it was 10 past 12 at night. I was wide awake. I was just wide awake and I was sitting up on the bed, just like sitting up on the bed. Nothing happened, just sitting up on the bed. And the phone rings and I was like, mm, that's a problem. And so it's like, okay, it's my sister and my mother's phone. I'm like, one of them is dead, isn't it? You know, she goes, yeah. I said, which one? Dead. And I said, okay, fine. Okay, when is the funeral? What's going on? And that was grand. I sat down and I thought, Okay, I'm in Toronto on Friday. This is Tuesday morning. Problem. So I emailed Toronto immediately and said, Rob, we have to cancel this. <coughs> that's all I know. And then, no, I said, my dad just died. Th that's all I know, you see. And then I sat at the computer. And then it was 40 minutes later. Oh, that was shock. And then, hi, Rob, that was shock. That was amazing. <laughs> you know? Shock happened. Okay. So I can't go, I can't go next weekend. So let's just, whatever, you know, let's start, start. 
unraveling and telling people and all the rest of it. And then for the rest of that night, it was until 10 o'clock the following morning, there was an energetic thing going on of where mind can say there was a bridging of him, but I don't know. Like, all I know is I was on all fours, vomiting up scenes, and I was like, is there really this connection to him? Is there really? Like, I said, oh, oh Jesus, this is his stories. These are his, oh my God. Oh, look. And like in 3D, like, like TV scenes of, of his rearing, which was very rough. And I vomited it and vom energetic vomiting, like wriggling on the floor. And, uh, and it stopped at 10 a.m. I was physically in pieces. It was a whole night of, yeah, uh, and another scene, and another scene, and another scene of pain, 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 pain. And uh, so 10 o'clock the following morning, I was like, my body was shaking. I was shattered, and I just said, knock back a coffee and get a train and go down the country <laughs> to your family, you know. So I did, you know, and I went down. And um, I don't know. I don't know the rest. I suppose, I don't know. The, the, I don't know what the rest of it was, really. It was just... I know, I know during one of the ceremonies, a sister of mine who sits in satsang was behind me. She says, you're working hard. I said, I'm not doing anything. She said, you are. What are you saying? Because I want to help you. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I'm, I'm just sitting here, just sitting here. The only other thing that happened was that as we were, because we were six girls, so we, we carried the coffin with the six of us, you know, we wheeled us down and uh, down the, the aisle. Is that, is that what you call it? Down, yeah, the aisle uh, of this Catholic church. And as we were wheeling it down, man, this beam of light was like, was like, it was so much brightness, you know. So, good on you, mate, good on you. You've even shed the church. Good on you, keep going, that walk out. Walk. Come on, come on, carry it, come on. And this came out, you know, this thing, come on, come on, you can do it. This is the last time that Catholicism will ever have a hold on you, because it had a serious hold on you, you know. And there was just like this joy, this joy. Around, I said, woof. He's out, he's out, let's see now. Let's see now what happens, you know? You know? That's all. They're the stories. <laughs> okay, and then back to the spiritual experiences. Give them no... Not at all. So they're all just happenings, like... Right. The, the spiritual experience or the experience of having a pee. It's the same thing. There's, so the, that you know, heaving up and, and that right. I come from where those things happened long before any yeah. context happened. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're just happenings, no? And so it happens. Yeah. You're up, you're exhausted, you yeah. take care of yourself. Yeah. And, and it is as... As entertaining or as engaging yeah. as you choose to have it be. As watching TV. Right. It's really just watching TV, you know? This is what this physical body was doing. These are just the images that this body saw, but it's just like, you know, it's just life. It's just life. You know? I'm so glad you came here. I want to fist bump you. You know what that is? No. <laughs> That probably doesn't sound very friendly. <laughs> 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 it's a, you just go like. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what that means, but it's okay. I was really good Thank you. Sure. Is the mic needed anywhere?
question. Just I don't know how it relates, but um. Can we talk into the mic microphone? Sure. Um, my sister and I were were talking and having some discussion, and I was talking about being in the flow and 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 how um, I thought a lot of very creative people were in the flow when they created. And she was like, most creative people are really miserable. <coughs> and um, why is there such a, a correlation between great artists and, you know, a lot of suffering? Mm. Mm. I wonder if the ones who have a lot of suffering have done any work. Because the, it, it, good art is when, when, when there's no I there, That's that right. the body That's is being used to create exactly. it, for sure. For sure. And you can tell a piece of art where there was yeah. no ego involved in the making of it. Yeah. It just has a completely different thing going on. It's like a, it's like a doorway to it. Okay. So if... If, if the only place that one gets that, where, where, where one is out of one's way, is when you're creating art, then of course there's going to be an addiction to create art, or you'll fight it, or you'll resist it, or, the, you see, because mind won't want this, the zone of no mind. So there'll be, a, there'll be a pull to it, but there'll be resistance to it. Okay. You see, because, it, because there's no I there, but yet it's done. Mind doesn't want to go there, so there's all this dynamic always, you know. So it's difficult. It's like a tug of war with the art. It's like if this relationship with making art, and it goes through crests and drops. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Because of what it threats and what it promises, you know. And if if one isn't doing the work, there would be a huge contrast between the depth of when the eye is there, the density of it, and when the eye is out of the way when art is being made. And the contrast, if it's really strong, it's like it's physiologically too difficult to sustain the two frequencies. So a lot of great artists become, go crazy, become alcoholics, whatever. Something, or something can't function in the world, or there's serious poverty, or there's something, something, because the density, it's, it's too much of a contrast. The thing is to lessen the gap, huh? But then you'll stop creating if you... Will you? Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. The compulsion to create comes to escape from the suffering, for sure. Mm-hmm. But maybe art would happen anyway, even if there's no compulsion. I'm sure there's a lot of healthy artists. I mean, you bet there are. Just the front row here. Oh, and then across there. Okay. sort of brings up an issue that interests me a lot because when you were talking about your father um, I was amazed at how visceral that felt to me I, I, it's, it, I, my, the thought process the mic? okay when you were talking about your father it seemed so very visceral to me I was really surprised at my own reaction I, I, I know what you're talking about and what that feels like and that your feelings kind of surprise you and it struck me that you were not hanging on the meaning. You were just really bringing it in. Yeah, there was no meaning. Was right, exactly. You were, it was a lived meaning, not a thought yeah, about it's just meaning. just what was happening in yeah, that moment. Yeah, yeah. Which then brings up this other 
issue that I see in myself, which is this sort of the grasping of meaning as if it's telling the story as something that you're going to get and you're going to possess and it's going to be useful and interesting and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Very hard to break that habit, <laughs> among other things. I mean, you know, <coughs> I mean, so it's it not worrying about meaning and just living it, it just, things just flow through easier. Yes. Just, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, when there. you see that mind is looking for meaning and yeah. attaching a value on it, right. so, oh, that's right. why that happened. Right, oh, right, 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 have right. a good laugh at that yeah. silly Billy who's just, <laughs> you know, just have a laugh at that character yeah. who really yeah. thinks that yeah. significance has you value. You just taught me a great deal in this whole moment. So that's all I wanted to know. Good. Yeah. So, can you hear me? Why did you move over? Yeah, 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 you have to let it almost touch your lips. Yeah, I, I, um, several years ago, I kind of decided that my challenge was going to be how do I live with death and with loss? And just sitting here today and listening to the conversation between the two of you, um, I wondered if, if if life is but a dream, then maybe, if my life is but a dream and yours and ours, then maybe um, I wasn't born and I'm not going to die. That's for sure. Thank you. That's all I needed. That's for sure. Thank you. <laughs> there's no birth, there's no death. Just movie stories. Yes, well, I'd like an explanation and like, what is the body? Movie stories. What is the body? Yeah. Oh. Seventy percent water or something. <laughs> 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 okay, my question about reality. It feels real to me. Does it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because experience is taken to be real? Or sensation yeah. is or what? Mm. Yeah. And when you're dreaming at night and somebody's running after you and your heart is flying, you know those dreams. Yeah, it feels real. That feels real then too. Till I yeah. wake up. Till you see it's not. Yeah. So it, the movie is designed to make the body feel real. So when the body is presenting as real, say, whoa, very effective movie material here. That's all it is. That's all it is. It has a relative reality. <clears throat> but the relativity is the problem. It's not capital R real. It's not. It's just relatively real. In capital R real, you define as that which never change, that doesn't change. Yeah, it's outside of all of this. The body is relatively real. And the body is born and the body dies. Relatively, yes. But you don't. 
You're not the body, you see. The body can be relatively real. The body burns, it, it ages, it feels pain, it gets well, it gets sick, it has these experiences with the help of mind imagining that it has the experiences. So maybe you can help me. When you say, but you, that's not who you are, mm. it feels like there's an I, another identity or this more straight and swapping, you know, a yeah. limited identity an unlimited identity. Okay, so you can only say what you're, what you're not. It's a one-sided identity, this. It's, one, it's a one-sided paradox. Paradoxes are kind of breaking down, so we've only got one side of this. We can only say what you're not. You're not the body. You're not consciousness. You're not a woman. You're not the thinker. You're not the personal I. You're not the impersonal I. You're not the I am. It's one-sided. To say you are anything, even to say that you are, it's too much. We've just bought another idea and pulled it into the movie, and then we're trading identities. You can only say what you're not, you see, because you can't be a concept. You can't be. And the only thing we can come up with is a concept. My flesh doesn't feel like a concept. Doesn't it? How do, you, how do you know? What's the difference between a concept and, and that feeling? To me, a concept is theoretical. And my flesh doesn't feel theoretical. Mm. It feels tangible. Mm. When concepts are believed, they move from being theoretical to being relatively real. And it's not that there's an I who believes it is that the believability comes with the package of the I. Do you see? There isn't an I who believes and doesn't believe. It looks like this for a while, but actually there isn't. The I is just, is just the believing mechanism of consciousness. There is no I. Isn't that the issue? That that's the believing mechanism of consciousness? Well, it's, it's an issue for, for within that thought frame. But actually it isn't. When it's running, it can be an issue. There's a rejection of it. There's an issue. But that's just another thought. So a concept believed makes something seem relatively real. That's the mechanism. So I feel like, you know, I try to show up at satsang and be dissolved, but I feel like I'm waiting, you know, for... Waiting or waiting? Waiting. Okay. You know, because like, I've told you, I've seen where I was like, movement, you know. Uh, so it feels... I guess it's, I guess I'd like to investigate that I'm not the body, but if, I don't know how to go about that. So investigate the, the, when a concept is theoretical and the concept is believed. Because that's, that's what you presented in the question. Mm-hmm. Is that I can feel this flesh. It's not a concept. concept is theoretical. Right. It's like, okay, hold on a minute. So how is this concept believed and taken to be real? You're jumping something over there. Something is not seen. 
around how mind is making it believed, be believed. So let's say a bird comes to your window tomorrow morning. Okay, there's a bird there. Now, there's an how much of this is conceptual and how much of it is concepts that are believed? So do it in something that's external before you go for the body. See, okay, so can we use the mouse situation? Yeah. So I used to see my dead mice in my garage and I'd like scream and freak out. And then my cats caught a mouse and put it on my bed, and I didn't freak out. Yeah. It was just, it was just get a Kleenex, put it in a bag, put it in the car, and drive it outside my driver to a car or somewhere. Look, I'm it in the house. Why just send off for anything else? Okay. <laughs> so, but it was just there, you know. The, the reaction was there wasn't a reaction, mm. and there was just. Functioning. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So when you say a bird, like, so kind of, so even when I bring up mice now, I still have a contraction. Okay. I still, there's still. Because there's an idea of what a mice is. Yeah, it's believed. The concept is being believed. Right. Do you see? Whereas dead mouse on your bed, like, it's pretty (sighs) intimate and stuff and fun. It's not like. I touched it. Yeah. Because I, I didn't realize it was the same Yeah, it, but, you see. Yeah. But, but in that moment, yeah. it was clean. Yeah. There, there wasn't a eye, yeah. maybe, I don't know, but it was clean. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so how can I use that to, is there a way I can yeah. make a Carly or, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I wonder. You okay. See, it was just there. I didn't. Yeah. Do anything in that moment. I might have done something prior to that moment, yeah. but in that moment. Yeah. There was no I in there yeah. with me and a mouse. Yeah. And these yeah. are the ideas. These are the concepts right. that run. Right. That are believed, you see? So that's a mouse and it threatens me because of A, B, C, D. I don't like it. It moves too fast. Whatever. That's right. You see? So these ideas are believed. But none of that was running. And so, right. so that, without that, of course, movement is going to happen and a situation will get sorted. So can I use that to investigate what's real? Yeah. Yeah, before to investigate what's real, see if, let let driving the car happen, like tonight. Okay, let driving happen. Nobody's driving the car. And I know you're playing with concepts, but it's actually, okay. Okay, but whatever. I'm brushing my teeth tonight, you know? Say, okay, let's say just brushing your teeth is happening. And just see if there's just brushing your teeth with no ownership. Just no ownership of any idea. No ownership at all. Say, okay, I'm just going to get ready for bed without me getting ready for bed. Let's see if it happens or not. Sit on the edge of the bed. Okay, let's see if the body moves or not. Oh, this is ridiculous. I'm going to get up. Okay, let that thought come and go. Fine. Let's see if the functioning happens here or not. And what you might see is that the body moves and that the mind is just behind it. It's just behind. It can catch up. It plays catch up. It does. 
does. So, so yeah, I hear you, I hear you. And it's like there's a, there's a zone that mind goes into. It feels like that. There's a zone that mind comes into when, when autopilot is happening. It's like autopilot. Do you know? There's just no ownership happening. So let there be gaps where there's no ownership happening. Just task by task, you know? Just play with it. Yeah. Yeah. Back to Tony. Yeah. Hold it. Wait a minute. We got a problem. Got a woman rather unraveling herself. Try that. Hi, Jack. Hi, Tony. Um. So there, there was a bit of a quickening happening inside me when you were talking about life. Um, as a movie. And what's coming up for me is there's some sadness and contraction about having Okay. Um, just the, the time, all this time spent believing in the separate self, mm. you know. And um, so I get here and the energy feels good and, and you say that about the movie and there's this quickening. And, and I haven't had any real spiritual practice for a while. You gave me the thing about contentment, and that, that's actually been pretty good. But it's not like I, I just sort of, I remember it sometimes and I come back to it, and that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, there was a gentleman you addressed earlier, and he said something about going back to an oasis. Um, I'm trying to find what that is for me. Mm. You know, and I thought maybe the movie thing was a clue, but I don't even know that. But it, I, it is a thing, like I do remember that sometimes, and, it re and I, I don't even know it to be true. I just, it feels right, you know? Mm. Some, something feels right with that. So I don't know exactly what I'm saying. I guess I'm looking for some instruction. Mm. Where does the Tony character become most potent? Where is he most just in turned on? Yeah. In general. Mm. Where is the sticky point? Um, just the the role of uh, well, this is like true and false. Um, the 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 role of making a living. Uh, but interestingly, during some of that period of time when I'm actually making a living it's pretty free, you know, but then there's the sort of feeling of pressure associated with it. Mm. Okay, so there's an idea that's bought. So, so, are you, so you're saying when, when you're actually working, 
it's all right. So it's the idea of working or it's the not, it's obligation. Not, it's not always all right, but it's often all right. Yeah, okay. That's fair <laughs> enough. That's yeah. fair enough, yeah. That's just work. Okay. So then it's the idea of like responsibility I've got, I've got, yeah, that has the weight. Gosh. Yeah. It's just an idea, huh? Do you see it's just an idea? Yeah. Stop running it, huh? Stop running it, yeah. Because the idea of like stress, pressure, feeling the weight of responsibility, feeling that your, you know, society or your family or lifestyle, anything has just forced you to do something. This is a real pain in the ass, you know, <coughs> to run these ideas. And that's all one is doing is just running these ideas. Just running a trip. And where the eye gets off on it is that it, because it's familiar, mm -hmm. it's like a point of reference. And a thought that is negative in its essence is going to have more potency. It gets your attention more. Suffering is more effective right. as an experience than joy. Is more what? Is more effective as an experience. It's more experientiable than joy, if there's such a word. Do you see? Yeah, I'm, not, I'm worried that I'm not going to remember to stop <laughs> you know? <laughs> Don't worry anymore. <laughs> Don't worry anymore. And I'm not saying don't, don't not respond or be responsible. Being responsible is just being able to respond. That's all that is. Uh -huh. So being able to respond doesn't need a heavy weight around feeling responsible because the I will feel responsible. I'm sure, of course, it doesn't even exist. And it runs the story that it feels responsible in order to reposition itself as a player. Do you see? The, I guess I, I came to you, like I, the question I posed was like looking for a practice. What you responded with was stop running something. And like there's part of me that thinks, well, like, I'm seriously, I'm not sure that I'm going to remember to stop running that. Yes. Like, yes. like maybe I need something I, simpler that I can sink my teeth into. Or maybe it's just catching, like, whenever I see that that thought is being run, yes. that's dropping it. That's yes. What, Ideally, yeah. yes. Yeah. Ideally. Because, I, I mean, I probably won't catch it every time. No, but, but, but the more catching that yeah. you see, the more identification will break. Right. You know? That's yeah. something to do. <laughs> That's something to do. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks. Hi, thanks Hi. for coming here to uh, Washington, sure. I guess. Sure. I have a practice that I've been doing lately, maybe a year, half a year, and um, didn't mean much at first, but now I think it's important. And all it is is. Um, I'm going to say it in terms of a noun, but it's, a, it's an on-the-breath thing, you know? But it's really a, a verb. It could be a verb to mm -hmm. add a, a flow of thing. And um, it's when, like that gentleman up there, he didn't call it a constrictor, but the, something holds you back. Restraint. Mm -hmm. What? Restraining, I think. Restraining, restraint. yeah. The, uh, when, when that thing there, um, well, fear, but sure. But what I've been doing just lately, and it seems just... Great. It's Ya Mukadim, Ya Mukhamin, and Mukadim is uh, expediter. It sounds too much like business, you know, but 
it means to bring her forth or, you know, like rounding up camels or whatnot. You know, two cues in it, double cue is great. And, uh, and then the other movement is uh, security, peace, safety, and um, the dispeller of fear. Or you could say the dispelling of fear. If you want to go to verb, if you are in it. So on one breath, you know, in and out, one movement, it seems to do it. Just one breath. Yes. Uh, for, for many years I've been on the one breath kick, you know. Yes. But, and, uh, and then something happens, you know, on your back. Something always happens. Like a lot of what we've been talking about is like, and for me it's like the loss of this and the loss of detaching, you know. But I mean, things happen too. Things just, just, just happen. It's, just, it's the offset. It's all. Thanks. Sure. If, if there's a question in there, please answer it. <laughs> oh, I guess, I guess um, I had a thought that, well, you know, that Francis could be construed to be dualistic, yada, 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 but oh, come on, by the time I got the words out of my mouth, but... <laughs> All is left. Thanks. You said this, this is an interesting statement, really. <coughs> the eye is just the believing mechanism of consciousness. Mm. And um, mm. I'm thinking, you know, thoughts with emotional attachments are really what's believed you know, are they? as they're floating by or is that what's believed well, i guess that's what i put forth i mean I, aren't those thoughts like you know shouting at you say hey emergency over here you know so and so or, or here's a crisis or here's a problem and doesn't the emotionality lead to the believability of the thought? I mean, it catches your attention. So, so I'm you're, you're saying the, 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 the attention isn't caught until the emotion is there? I would say that the emotion pumps up the believability of the thought. No? Sure, it engages the body in the whole dance. And so is there like a feedback loop with the eye? I mean, is that the, that reifies or yes. that substantiates the sense yes, of eye? Yes, Because the eye has come into relation. Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. you either have to act on it or you have to analyze it or you have to do something. Yeah, because yeah, the body has joined in the party, you know? So it's all it's all off the one hip sheet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, but the eye is believed in also. I mean, the, the, the eye is a thought. The eye is a that thought. That is believed in. Yes. But what I'm after is, is, it's not that the eye is a continuous thought and the eye grabs things. There are times when it looks like that, that the eye is the, the constant thing, the unchanging thing. Like, I'm always here. And then sometimes I'm watching thoughts and sometimes I'm believing thoughts. And it's like, actually, not so. Okay. 
the eye pops up only in relation to those thoughts. Yes. And then in yes. between there's nothing. Yes. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> yes. It show as it as it starts to break, yes, it can be seen that this is how it works. Well, it's interesting to characterize the eye as the <laughs> function of believability. Yes. I never really heard it said that way. It's an interesting idea. Yeah. Um, so I, I could say, like for example, we see a, what we think is a substantial world. It's mm -hmm. made out of matter. It's relatively fixed. But that's a belief, actually. Yes. But the belief is sort of like this um, something behind the scenes, you know, something uh, tag or right. Always, I get it, actually. Um, I see it, yeah. <laughs> Are you answering your own question before you say it? Um, it's just that... Uh, let's see if I can see it. When you identify with it, like an individual point of view, then you get a, a world that's in, like relative to an individual point Correct. of view. And that um, it's sort of like by identifying with the body, you simultaneously substantiate the world, sort of. I'll say something like that. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Because there's time and place and all of that relative to the body. Once I am, the body is running. Yeah, I see it. I, I don't know if I can completely explain it, but it's, um, it's like uh, the beingness of, of the self, say, gets inverted when you're identified with an individual entity, and the inversion is the apparent substantiality of the world. Something like that. Yeah, okay. We can go with that. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that was a really nice statement. I just wanted to focus on that a little bit. Sure, sure, sure. Whatever help loosens the, the hypnosis. We leave it there? Anybody else with something bursting? Okay then. <laughs>